0: Hey, Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks.
1: Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. And remember, you can always hit us up online if you have retirement questions for John at RetirementSolutionRadio.com. And A lot of people have been barding, John, with those tax questions. We finally made it through tax season, John, but I'm not sure about your mental state.
0: (laughs) It's like Groundhog Day. I'm reliving the same day (laughs) over and over where I'm freaked out. I'm going into cold sweats every minute because I'm feeling Uncle Sam is coming out.
1: (laughs) I understand the paranoia because you didn't get enough sleep this week. You were up till 3 a.m. on the 16th, finishing everything up on hawaii time this still blows my mind you and Tanil, the entire staff really was working to get your clients all fixed and ready to go and posted by midnight but it it required some strategery didn't it
0: strategery it's a great word came up with it yesterday (laughs) Um, but no but let me be fair though i think i may have misled people oh okay my wife was up dealing with the CPA team out of Hawaii.
1: Oh, okay. What I were you was doing?
0: drinking bourbon.
1: <laughs> That's not fair.
0: I, hold, hold on, hold hey. on. I, I was doing important things. <laughs> I was working my own taxes.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, honey, we got to finish our personal taxes too mm. over here. So you handle that. I'll yeah. handle this. Everything yeah. will be done. But uh, you got it done. You got it behind you. But actually, this is an issue that you talk about quite frequently here on the show. And I'm going to try to get you back into a positive space here this weekend. I'm feeling
0: positive. woo Last
1: Woosa. weekend, we brought up uh, President Ronald Reagan, and you went oh. into full Alex P. Keaton mode here on the show. Love it. Love so it. I promised you a little bit more Reagan this week. And I was digging through uh, some of his interviews and in archives. And interesting, this one that I came across, he actually appeared on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. But this was before he became president, after he was governor of California. And even then, John, he was talking about taxes.
0: How are we going to get out of this? Well, uh, Johnny, slow. I think that one of the things is that people keep looking to government for the answer and government's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, a moment ago, you, you asked you know, about people and feeling not only confused, but right. low and, and down in America. First of all, the American people, if they would just take a little inventory and look around. You triple our troubles, and we're better off than any other people on earth. And we've asked so much of government, and we've gotten in the habit over the last 40 years of thinking the government has the answers. There's very little that government can do as efficiently and as economically as the people can do themselves. And if government would shut the doors and sneak away for about three weeks, we'd never miss them.
1: First of all, there's so much I love about that interview, so much, but government, he sounds like he could be from Kentucky, doesn't he?
0: I love that. I love that. But first of all, Jennifer, did you hear the pregnant pause (laughs) of everyone when he first said, you know, government's part of the problem. And all of a sudden, the, because you know where he was, because back in the day, the Johnny Carson show, of course, was filmed in Burbank, California. California. Mm-hmm. And he was no longer governor. This was probably what, 1970 into 74? Into beginning 75, as, actually, yeah. Okay, so perfect. So 1975. So he was no longer governor. He has not yet become president of the United States of America. And he's already saying government may be part of the problem. <laughs> but where is he? California.
1: So they. And what do those people think?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea what they think. Because Nancy Pelosi is still around with a big fat gavel. I think that that would just make Ronald Reagan turn his grave. But one of the interesting things about all of what he said, and I love it because how true is it, guys? How true is it? Government is the problem. Most Americans could figure out their own things if they didn't have to deal with the government. But, you know, Jennifer, what I want to know, and here's the more interesting thing here. Why did Ronald Reagan have time to run for president in the United States of America?
1: Uh, Let's see, because he did resume a little bit of acting and did some things in between that period. So I'm not sure. Why was that?
0: Well, amazingly enough, at that period of time, if you made more than $200,000 a year the federal tax bracket put you in the 90 percent tax rate so ronald reagan if he made two films he could roughly make a a film every three months or so Mm -hmm. so if he made uh, two films in a year a hundred thousand dollars he would make for each one he made two hundred thousand dollars if he made a single film more over the course of the year he would be over 90% tax rate. So because of that, he had six months of the year. He'd make two movies in the beginning of the year or the end of the year, whenever it was, and he would take six months off. Yeah, That's why make what any gave. more? I know, because you're just going to give 90 cents of every dollar to the government. Yeah. But then he lived in California. <laughs> Do you know what their tax rate was? Oh, boy. I, 10%.
1: Oh, <laughs> so <they> took <laughs> the, the <rest>. whole paycheck. <laughs> Would have just gone out the door. They took
0: the rest. So he made nothing for Uh. any work he did. And his whole point was, America will never be great unless we understand capitalism is king. We have to have people that want to work for wages. We have to have people that want to hire other people. We have to have people that want more than what everyone else has. That would be socialism. And guys, that is crap. Reagan understood this in 1975, and that's what he was talking about. That is the greatest part of our nation. That is what we need to get back to. We need to get back to the government not telling us what to do, how to do it, third bathrooms, nonsense, or just causing a problem every time they feel there's a problem. I am sick of politicians more than I've ever been sick of in my life. I don't care what side they're on, guys. I don't care. Yeah. I'm a fiscal conservative, and so I root one way most of the time. But having said that, I'm sick of all of it, mm-hmm. sick of the tweets, sick of the stupidity, sick of the nonsense, because they're not helping us one single bit with what they're doing. And so the one thing that I do want us to understand, because this is so important, this is the thing that I wanted us to go back at this when we're talking about Reagan and what he actually did. He said, people feel low and down. Well, that was me this week. Mm-hmm. I felt low and down. I had to pay a ton of money to the government. To be honest with you, I don't think they deserve it. Right. I know where it goes. I understand that. I still don't think they deserve it. And so every day of my life, I want to work harder, not just for them. Forget them. I want to work harder for me. I want to work smarter for me and my family so that we can structure better plans. That's what this show is about. That's what this world is all about. But we got to do it better, guys. We got to do it better. We got to know where to start. And here's the bigger thing. In this show, we talk about the retirement solution. But for a moment here, I'm going to talk about the retirement problem. Okay. And the retirement problem is Washington. The, the three biggest issues that we're going to have to deal with when it comes to Washington, D.C., unfortunately, are all based on retirement. Social security is the largest cost to our government. It's also the greatest benefactor of our retirement that we're going to have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We paid into it, by the way. It's not an entitlement. We paid in. The problem is we didn't pay in enough. And so the government's going to have some issues about that. But on top of that, we need it. Do we not? We do. Number two, Medicare. Medicare is the second largest thing that our government pays for. And when we're retired, where does that money come from? The government. Mm. And the problem is is that we have paid in. Absolutely we've paid in, but we haven't paid in enough for the cost of health care going up. And so government also controls our taxes. So if you think about the biggest three things, or maybe not the biggest, but huge Mm -hmm. pieces of retirement, government controls Social Security, they control Medicare, and they control the tax rate. Guys, unless you have a huge pension from a very solvent company, or you own a ton of real estate, maybe even in other countries, depending on taxation, the government controls three quarters of our retirement. Do you want that? Is that what you worked for? I don't, I didn't, and I'm not going to. You have to understand trusts and estate planning and how we calculate our retirement is all a huge piece of this puzzle, it is. You have to have three to four independent income streams to be retired correctly. Ronald Reagan had that, he did. That's how he was able to go fight the masses. He had time down. Mm -hmm. So that he could actually work hard to do better for all the rest of us. And from the time he became president, tax rates have gone precipitously down. Now, guys, they're on their way back up. 2025 marks the time when the tax rate will go back to the old standard. And by the way, that old standard was crap. Mm -hmm. It's not going to get better than it is from here. So we have to understand if we want to take that little bit of Reagan, that little bit of humanity, civility, that little bit of happiness where he was actually thinking about us as human beings. It made me feel good. And that's what I want for all of us. We have to do better, but we can't do better unless we know better. If the government's going to take taxes from us to then just pay out our social security and then just pay our Medicare, hold on. They're taking money from taxes to pay that. Is that not just a Ponzi scheme? Right. Is it not just a Ponzi scheme? In 1975, did Reagan not tell us this then? I think he did. We have to do better individually you can't just hear me and decide what you're going to do out there you can't just hear anyone decide what to do can't listen to dave ramsey jill on money can't listen to anyone decide what you're going to do you have to actually have something in your soul something in your internal being that just says i want better not even more better civility happiness is what actually reagan said because he talked about people being low and down We can all do better. And what he was searching for was that. I don't know. I don't know that we're finding it in this current president. I'm not against it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I want the old school. I want 1975. I want what I just heard. I want Ronald Reagan's voice in my head. Because if I live my life by that standard, I'm going to live a better life, regardless of who's president, regardless of who's in Congress, regardless of any of this stuff. But the one thing I need is to understand, Washington can shape your life if you let them. We all have the opportunity to change that. Social security, you got to understand. And you got to understand when you should select it. It's not some crazy thing. You just got to understand when should you take it on? How's you going to be taxed on that? Mm, That's a bigger issue. That's the one that most people don't talk about. How are you going to be taxed on that? When it comes to Medicare, I would love for so many people to retire early, but they got to pay for health care costs. And that can cost you out the nose. Are there ways around that? There are. Do you know them? do you want to retire early? Can you? You got to find out your answers. When it comes to taxes, this is the best thing right now we can control for a very brief period of time. And the folks of us out there that have done it, I know you feel better about yourself. I know, I've talked to you. I've had over a thousand people that have attended my classes at UofL. We have talked through this. You understand it. You are killing it and you're doing better on your own or you're seeking out proper help. I love that. You're winning the game. But those of you out there, that are going, yeah, that sounds good. You're going to have to get off the ledge. You're going to have to do something about it. You're going to have to get off the ranch, riding the horse, and you're going to have to run for something. Run for the president of your retirement. Maybe you're not going to be Ronald Reagan. Maybe maybe we don't want to go that far, but be the president of your retirement. What are you going to do about it? You can control your taxes. I suggest we do because no one I see on the horizon, on the horizon is talking the same way that we need our goals as Americans accomplished. No one. They're all talking about themselves. And I hate that. We've become a very self-serving nation. Self-serving nations lose. We can all do better, but we got to start right here, right now. I'm tired of being low and down. <laughs> President Reagan, come back for me. Bring me back. Bring me back to the good days when I can actually do what I sought out to do. Win the game, guys, win the game. Retirement is a simple journey, a last journey potentially for most of us, a last journey of that endeavor that we call life. Make it the best journey you got. Don't take any bull crap from anyone else. That BS, leave that to the losers, the pansies, the 'er ne'er-do-wells, the ones that always want to shoot us down. Take control, we can all do it, but we gotta know where to start. Start somewhere, start today. Easter Sunday, this is the day of uplifting ourselves. This is the day to start anything. This is the resurrection of our retirement. Connect with us at RetirementSolutionRadio.com.
1: Where do most of us go when we have a question about something these days? course, we turn to the Google machine. And uh, actually, John, it's interesting. Google released recently the list of the most common retirement questions they get. Number one on their list is how much do I need to retire? Not very surprising, but I wanted your take on this. You're more attached to Siri than you are to the Google, right?
0: Yeah. I I don't love the Google bot. (laughs) I, I think that it sells us crap. (laughs) <laughs> yes i'm, I'm serious Pop-ups have you ever everywhere. done that and, and now and now even if you google something it says this is a paid advertisement but they do it really really small print mm-hmm. and you really don't know is this like the best thing it's like if i'm looking for last week i was going out i needed a, an oil change mm-hmm. and i was like okay i still wanted it to be fast i don't want to go to the car dealership i know because it takes a thousand years and it's very annoying and they charge me seven thousand dollars for <laughs> yes. an oil change, so I want to go to the, one of those faster places. And, but I don't know which one's good, which one actually puts the oil pan back underneath my car. That's the only one I care about. So when I go to Google, it says this is a paid advertisement. The first five are paid advertisements, and so I'm not getting anything. So what was it we asked Siri this week, Jennifer? What was it? That we, no, the hold most
1: on. common retirement questions that uh, yeah. she gets instead of Google.
0: Yeah, yeah. So 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 forget Google. Guys, Google, the Google bot is not good to me, but let's talk about Siri for a minute. So if we're asking Siri, let me just do this. Siri, we have not had you on the show very often because you have a dirty pirate mouth often, but if you're going to be nice today, I would just like to know what exactly do people ask you when it comes to retirement questions? Do you get a lot of them? And if you do, uh, what are the major ones?
1: How much do I need to retire without my husband? Ooh. Can I deduct bourbon as a medical expense? Oh. Seriously? I live with an idiot. How to retire where the grandkids find me? But my kids can't. I'm not into drugs. So where can I blow my social securities check? How about master's tickets for next year?
0: For real? (laughs) These are the big ticket items that people asked you about this week?
1: They don't always ask these questions, John, but they did this week. Why do you ask?
0: This is is what you get. See, I'm not even going to ask you how that works out. But see, ladies and gentlemen, see what Siri listens to. So if you're out there and you're saying, hey, Siri, blank, 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 she knows what you're talking about. (laughs) She knows that some of you want to leave your husbands or well, no, I still (laughs) say leave them. You just want to find out how to retire without them around you. Hey, I got a lot of clients that do that. I get it. I Mm -hmm. understand that. Bourbon could be technically a medical expense because if you think about it, Brown Foreman was the only existing. This is a wonderful city to be in when we get to talk about this. But during Prohibition, there was only one, one distillery that was allowed to stay open and produce bourbon legally Mm -hmm. for medical reasons. Brown Foreman. That's right, kids. That's right. That's awesome. Um, how do, can you retire where your grandkids can find you but your kids can't? <laughs> um, that would probably be the play area at McDonald's. Uh, your kids <laughs> will never They'll find stay away. You there, but, <laughs> but your grandkids will find you every single time. And let's answer that last one. Uh, you're not into drugs? Good for you. That's what we need. <laughs> we had Ronald Reagan on the show earlier. Nancy said that we need to play it say straight. No. We need to yeah. say no drugs. So if you're not into drugs and you want to blow your social securities check, here's about this. Why don't you save it? Woo! If you have enough money to blow it, why don't you just save it for a rainy day? Ladies and gentlemen, we will have a rainy day in the stock market at one point in time where things will not look as good. Macy's will be effectively running their 70% off sale. And if you've clipped that friends and family coupon from the paper and you have your Macy's card where you're getting an extra 10% off, you may be able to get an unbelievable value for dirt cheap. So don't blow that money. Save it for a rainy day. That's the way at least I was raised. And I think it's helped me out. At least that's why I'm on the radio, making all of your lives horrible every single Sunday.
1: (laughs) But actually answering a lot of questions too in the process. Do you get some absurd questions from time to time, John?
0: Uh, I don't know that there's any such thing as an absurd question. And as long as people are honest about how they ask it, you know, Mm -hmm. and I do hear this all the time. You know, uh, people ask, you know, what should I do about this? What should I do about that? And every single answer that I give anyone could be different. For instance, if someone says, I just really don't want my spouse to blow the cash. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. There's a very different answer to that. Someone says, Hey, I want to hide this from my spouse. Now <laughs> notice those are two very different questions, yes. but you, you got to understand how that works out. So you don't want to hide anything. It's probably not a great relationship if you get to hide things, right. be honest about it, but just make sure that we can't blow it all. By the way, in my own personal life, if any of you know me, my wife works for me. As a matter of fact, she worked. No, no, I'm sorry. She works with With you. With you, yes. She does not work for me in any capacity. She runs an entire division of which I have no control over, but she is awesome. I hired her... Because she's better than me at about ninety nine percent of everything. Yes. Truly. She really is. It is true. And if you ask her, she won't even say that she is, but you can see in her eyes, yeah, she's better than everything. <laughs> but having said that, the point is is that we do have different accounts for different reasons. The money that we know that we've made that we can spend on kids and do these things go into one account. Now, money that we know for a fact is gonna go into something that we're never gonna to touch, but we're in agreement on that that goes into a different account. They're also invested very differently. That also changes our retirement paradigm. So it's very important to understand those things. So don't put all your money in just two baskets and expect that to all work out. You probably need to have a completely different strategy. By the way, if you're talking with your advisor and they don't know that, or they're not aware of that, or haven't asked you about that, why not? Just audit those guys. Hey, this is your life savings. It's not theirs. Audit what they're doing. Do you have the right number of counts for what your life dictates? Do you have a kind of a slush fund that you guys can both jump into? Do you each have your own slush fund? Because I think that's healthy in some relationships. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for each to have your own kind of fun money or crazy money or whatever it is. Because every time that I've thought, and believe me, I have thought this, every time my wife has done something, and I'm going to be honest, right here on national radio, every time my wife has done something, I thought she was crazy. I was almost always proven wrong mm. that what she did was 10 times better than I would have done for that time period. It just happens to be the way. Probably a real reason why Cletus, my next door neighbor, says that I'm a total doofus. Fair <laughs> enough, but uh, maybe it's just because we don't speak the same language. That's not a reason to not change things around. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the whole point of all this is retirement is subjective. We all have different comments and contexts on how it works, but if we don't do it right together. It'll never feel good. And I want people to feel good, right? Yes. It's like a Motley Crue album, Dr. Feel Good. <laughs> Just call me for this week, Dr. Feel Good. Because we had some weirdos on the show this week. Yeah. We had Dr. Fritzy Dr. on the Fritzy show. Dr. Fritzy was here. He made me feel weird. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. He made me feel awful. He came in the, the studio with hosen and some <laughs> weird, like leopard colored shoes. That's creepy. I don't think we're going to allow that back, out, back no. on. No.
1: But President but Reagan, all, we'll have him back. That um, was inspiring. That, guy, that was good. I,
0: I need every, uh, was it uh, Phil Collins uh, video ever with Ronald Reagan in it, even puppetry form. Uh, I need those on the show all the time. I think it's <laughs> awesome. Makes me feel better about me <laughs> <laughs> forget you guys it makes me feel better about me well At after this the week, week
1: you've had yeah we can forgive that john but uh, for those of you who maybe you've had a tough week yourself maybe you're thinking about your own retirement maybe you have some questions that you'd like to address with john even the awkward ones involving your spouse Sure, you could ask Siri. She'll tell you what she thinks. But uh, Siri, we'll give Siri. you some real answers to your retirement questions. If you'd like to reach out to us, drop us that email online at retirementsolutionradio.com. Or you can also find us on Facebook. Just search there for Retirement Solution Radio with John Hicks.
0: There's no such thing as a dumb question. Drop us an email with yours at retirementsolutionradio.com.